Welcome to Self and Soul. This podcast is your safe space to seek clarity on all things self and soul growth, a place where you can lean into your soul whispers and essentially come home to you. I'm your host, Daniela Elias. Hello, beautiful souls. It has been a minute and I am coming to you today from my childhood bedroom. I am at mum and dad's. I needed a little bit of extra comfort and a little bit of encouragement to get back in front of the mic. I've had a little bit of a break just trying to get back into a headspace where I'm feeling comfortable enough to share and finally I am back into that space right now. So, I'm ready for another episode and today's episode is all about recognizing and understanding what is serving you in your life and the importance of releasing what doesn't serve in order to make way for the new. And as always, these episodes are made to help you reflect on your own life and your own situations and my stories and personal experiences might just serve as a way of you further leaning into your own reflection and perhaps you might even find some comfort, clarity or some sort of action step to move forward within your healing journey. So to get the ball rolling today, I wanted to clarify what I mean when I say the words serving you. Now, I have a real passion for getting more conscious with my personal wording. So here's my current train of thought. So often we hear the words negative versus positive. We use them in regards to emotions, so negative and positive emotions. We use them in regards to reactions, negative, positive reactions, and we use them for people in situations, etc., right? But lately, I have been reflecting on that language a lot and I feel like it's really important that we get into the conscious habit of being mindful of our words and of the effect that they can be having on our subconscious. So, for example, if we were to speak on emotions, I would say that all feelings, all emotions are valid. They are neither negative nor positive. They just are. They exist and they're natural. But Depending on the specific situation we find ourselves in, our emotions can then be recognized or identified as serving us or not serving us. And it really is up to us to be able to identify whether they are serving or not serving. You know, it's a personal awareness that we begin to form within ourselves. So for the purpose of this episode, we will be focusing on whether something is doing good for you individually doing good for you spiritually and whether it is in some way helpful for your overall journey and purpose. If I were to give you a few seconds to think about your relationship or that particular friendship, a work situation, something you've taken on, if I was to ask you, is this thing serving you? Is it filling you up with joy? Is it allowing you to grow? Is it allowing you to fill your cup? If you were to be really honest with yourself, you would know straight away whether that thing is serving you or not serving you, right? And so the thing is, we are smart and we are more than capable. And when keeping an honest and open mind, we're pretty able to identify whether something is allowing us to lead with joy and to live our best life. But the tricky part is that even though we are able to identify when things aren't exactly serving us, most of the time we ignore it or we push 
those those certain feelings aside or we move forward and we do the thing or we entertain the idea or we surround ourselves with that person anyway we often self-guide ourselves into this state of guilt or fear or obligation and we push aside our own feelings in order to do what we think is the right thing but the truth of the matter is that sometimes the right thing is not exactly what we think. So I've recently learned that the right thing in my mind is more often than not the most socially acceptable thing or the thing that my family might encourage is best. But the reality is that those things are not exactly or not always the best direction for me because most of the time they don't actually serve me at all. So together, In this episode, we're going to go on a little journey, a journey to better understand and essentially explore what serves. So to begin, we need to start with the truth, your truth. So let's talk about your authentic self. When you are being your authentic self, your thoughts, actions, and your words all align. You lead with this deep sense of trust in yourself, knowing that, you know, the greater plan or the bigger picture, the reason why you're here is more than what you know. And it's in this space of surrendering to your authenticity that you are sometimes at your most vulnerable because the reality is your mask is gone, your walls are down, your heart is open. And as you move through your healing journey and continue on your life's path, you might come across all of these extra opinions and extra scrutiny. And most of the time, it's from those who are stuck in a different phase of their life, a phase where They probably need to do their own healing themselves. When your truth triggers others to make certain judgments on you, know that it's not you, it's their own stuff. And much like you would have experienced at the beginning of your own healing journey, they too need to get to a space of accepting that healing within is needed. And it's not up to you to alert them to this. This is really important. It really is not up to you to say, hey, like that's your own shit. You need to deal with that. Like that's not up to you at all them going along the healing path, that's their own journey. And they need to go down that path when they are ready and when they choose to. A lot of the time when these challenges and these opinions pop up, we can get completely sidetracked from our truth and we can start to question what it is that we are doing. And honestly, we might even get pulled back into this space of feeling guilty. But it's worth us knowing that there are multiple ways that we can deal with this particular type of situation. So one is we could give in, allow the emotions of embarrassment or hurt or frustration at not being understood or heard take over and then in response dim our light to make others feel more comfortable. Or, and this is the alternative that I would prioritize here, we can take a deep breath, walk away knowing that with every inch within, Their journey is not a reflection of where we are right now. Most of the time, people may not see from your perspective, but it's important to recognize that that's actually okay. It's not important for them to see your perspective. You might just be at a different stage. You're being called to focus your energy on something bigger. They will get to understanding in their own time and if it is meant to be within their journey, but 
Being able to recognize and accept this puts you in a powerful position, one which ultimately gives you the inner strength required to follow what you know serves you. And we're talking about things that serve you within your own life, okay? If you feel like that your voice is needed to be used to amplify something important, then do it. You're going to get people who don't agree with what you say anyway, but your voice is going to impact those that are ready to hear and ready to make change. But when it comes to specific issues within your own life, maybe toxic relationships or work and career choices or like, you know, personal things, when people make judgments on your specific choices within your own life, you need to just keep in the back of your mind that it's not, it's not your stuff. It's their stuff. You know, you do you. Do what serves. It's important to follow what you know is going to serve you and the greater good, right? So when others project their energy on you in a way which starts to drag you down and you, you're you able to recognize that it's not serving you, let's be clear, right? I want you to really consider walking away from it in a way, okay? And it's up to you on how you deal with it, whether you need to cut energetic cords or temporarily distance yourself or create certain boundaries, whatever it is. When you do these things, you energetically clean your space. And what I mean by that is much like you would clean your home to reset the state and energy, right? You clean your internal space so that you are in somewhat of a fresh slate, a place where you can breathe and know that there's room for new opportunities to come in and that the only reason that there is space for those opportunities is because you made that room. You know, you recognize that something wasn't serving you and you took actionable steps to deal with it. And so I guess a great example, if I'm going to slide an example in here, is me with teaching. When I first started my self-care brand, Amity Created, I juggled full-time work with starting that brand and I needed... I needed that in the beginning. Like, let's be real. Financially, I needed to have the two. I couldn't just jump out of it altogether and and follow my passion at the time. So I needed to do both. But by doing both, it really was not serving me. It wasn't serving me, gosh, in every possible way, mentally, physically, all of that, right? And you can always go back and listen to my self-care episode, which I think was the second or the third one, if you want to hear more about that. But Basically, it got to a stage where I knew that in order for me to chase what I knew would serve me better and what would allow me to explore my passion, I needed to create the necessary space. So at the beginning, that looked like me moving from a full-time position to a casual role. And well, gosh, in reflection now, being on that casual list, it meant that I created more days of flexibility and I made room in my mind to be able to explore new avenues within business and then essentially I gave it the time that it deserved so when I did that everything changed my sales changed my well-being my clarity everything and the steps which eventually followed that a lot more recently actually was the final cord to be cut and I had financially been in a space where I could stop teaching entirely and support myself through my business for a lengthy amount of time but I found it so hard to cut the stability tie that I had linked to that role so the moment I made my decision and had my final last day as a casual I took in a deep breath I released that part of my career and I energetically created space for the new chapter. And in doing that, it wasn't just a quick, okay, done, like I'm done with you. It wasn't like that. It was a reflection point of where I had 
where I started, how I had changed along the way and how much I had learned and grown in this in that whole experience and situation and I thanked that that situation because I really wouldn't be where I am right now and I wouldn't even have the confidence to do half the things that I do if I didn't go through that part of my career right so it really did serve it did at the time but energetically I needed to cut that cord in order to create space for what was next and of course like clockwork the opportunities came in so it was like all of my years of self-doubt and self-sabotage had put me at this point of inner crumbling and the inner crumbling needed to occur in order for me to live a more aligned life I guess but also for my aligned chapter to begin so Rebecca Campbell she's great with this she talks a lot about this whole idea of crumbling or inner shattering and I don't know if it's in her book rise sister rise or light is a new black but it's one of them but she says that in order for the new to arrive we must first allow the old to shatter And I love this. I use this line all the time because it's so true. So in order for the new to arrive, we must first allow for the old to shatter. And this is directly about letting go of what no longer serves you. So from memory, Rebecca suggests that, you know, allowing these things to fall away is something that requires courage and faith. Because when we do these things, when we let go, We're acknowledging ourselves in such a beautiful way. We're saying, you know, I hear you, I trust you, and I surrender into your process. And you do this because you know that it serves to the highest good. It's as simple as that. So it's not just about work life or relationships or friendships. It can be about anything within your life. And another example is I was catching up with a group of girlfriends and well, sharing after COVID restrictions were lifted, of course, we definitely stayed indoors when we were told we had to and we wanted to keep safe. But anyway, restrictions were lifted, we caught up and we were talking about how we were feeling on an emotional level during this time of COVID. And I love that, by the way, I love that I will get a random message saying, you know, what color did you choose for your mood tracker today? <laughs> like, that's so great. Or, you know, hey, just letting you know, I see you and I love you. Makes me emotional every time. Anyway. Total sidetrack. We were chatting about how we were all really feeling and there was a lot of a, a lot of common links that I was picking up in our conversation. So we all expressed how at the beginning of everything, you know, we felt the chaos in the air and we were surrounded by the news and social media and overload, overload, overload. And it put us into this emotional space of panic, right? So we felt scared and overwhelmed by this fear And the more serious everything became, or the more we realized the severity of everything, the more our energy was dragged into this dark space. So it was in that space that we decided to make a change. So what we did that was all common was we decided to switch off for that time. You know, we made that conscious decision to switch off the news or to mute accounts that would over communicate anything COVID related. And this wasn't done because we wanted to avoid hearing things or because we didn't want to be educated on the state of the world. No, like it was actually the opposite. But what we were able to recognize was that consistently upping that intake of all this information was not serving us mentally or emotionally. And in that moment, we were being fueled by this fear 
and it was putting us into a really dark space. So we educated ourselves. We made sure we knew what was going on in the world, but we subscribed to only the things that we could handle at the time. And we made the conscious decision to utilize the time of self-isolation as a time of reconnection rather than intaking all of this information. And we utilize the time as a space to really understand our own truth. And in essence, by not subscribing to that fear and not taking in this constant newsfeed of updates, we made mental space to actually think and to think our own thoughts. And I think that's just really powerful. So think about your situation for the moment. What is not serving you right now in your life? You know, where are you at with your relationship with your partner? What could you do more of to fill your relationship cup? Or what could they do to contribute to that cup? Does an open conversation need to be had? Think about where you are with your relationship to yourself right now. Because that's more important, really. What internal dialogue isn't serving you anymore? Is the language that you're using about yourself having a deeper impact than you initially thought? Do you need to do more work on your self-love? Do you need to lean into a space of healing within yourself? Or what about your work life or your career? Are you leaning too much into the hustle and neglecting the creative or your connection to nature or your communication with your family? You know, what is it? Are you linking business to work? What boundaries can you begin to create for yourself? And friendships, of course, that's a big one. You know, how do they make you feel? Are your friendship groups serving you with support, love and honesty? All the stuff that you need in this particular point in your life. Because I think sometimes we do need to let go of the sentimental attachment that we have with certain people or groups. Because as we grow, we change and as do they. And sometimes we move on separate paths and that's okay. Do you need to create a temporary distance so that you can grow? Reflect on that. Think about the information that you take in each day. What purpose is it serving you? How is it making you feel? Is it doing anything for the higher good? Or is it dragging you into a fear mentality or a space of comparison? Perhaps it's time to unfollow, mute or unsubscribe. Step one, I guess, is really all about you being able to recognize these things and being able to recognize what serves and what does not, what is toxic and what is not. And then step two is where the action comes in. So this is more about how you're going to release what doesn't serve you. And perhaps this is done energetically or in a physical way, both just as powerful as each other. But some of the easiest ways begin with boundary setting. Honestly, like that's the go-to boundary setting and speaking up, allowing your voice to be heard so that new habits can begin to be set and formed. So you might be temporarily distancing yourself from people or situations and it doesn't need to be anything dramatic, but it does need to be intentional. Is this going to better serve me so that I can better serve others? Yes or no? Other ways of releasing can come in the form of journaling, mirror work, energetic cord cutting, especially during these release rituals like that, right? So 
There is so much. And at the end of the day, it's all part of your shadow work, the internal work where you dip into the darkness to work your way back to the light. And the important lesson in this all is that once you begin to do this work, once you allow yourself to fully accept and surrender into it all, then and only then can you begin to pave the path for the new. And isn't that what we all want? So remember that this isn't an easy process. It can be hard and confronting, but ultimately it serves. It serves us because we're, you know, then put into this phase of service. We automatically begin this domino effect of others being supported by us along the way because we're supporting ourselves. And this might be done consciously through, say, the love that we show our family or our partner or the support we give friends or the way we show up for work. But sometimes it can be completely unconscious as well. So that can look like, for example, when we're giving off these beautiful vibrations, this has a greater impact on people around us. You know, your vibration affects them and their energy. And so when you're putting out all these beautiful vibes, then their energy is tuned to a more loving frequency. So it's all connected and it's all linked together. But the most important takeaway from all of this is if you are really ready and you're wanting that new phase, those new opportunities, that new direction, those dreams, whatever it is, All of that stuff is there. It's waiting. It's literally around the corner. You can't see it right now, but it's kind of like your guides are whispering in and they're saying, hey, like, keep going. It's right there. But you need to trust in yourself first and you need to listen to your gut instinct and clear the trail, clear the path for them so that they can let all of this new opportunities and new stuff through. So if it's not serving you, then take action to clean the space, clear the way, clear the path so that new opportunities can come through. And that, my friends, brings us to the end of the episode. And I don't know if you can hear Olive in the background absolutely going wild. I think I'm getting a parcel. She's barking like mad. But if you have any other questions and you want to chat more, feel free to reach out and say, hey, you can always contact me through the Self and Soul podcast over on Instagram or on my personal page at the Daniela Elias. But other than that, thank you so much for joining me. It feels so great to be back here and happy to chat. (laughs) And a very big thank you, thank you, thank you. (laughs) 